we started talking about this gap in education that students are you know involved in marketing or film or or journalism but no one learns brand storytelling and the nuance of it in in school so there's a real educational gap to for us to to bridge and our intent is really to help mentor these folks and and introduce them to the network and tee them up with opportunity Greetings, and welcome to Content That Moves, the podcast from brand storytelling and credo nonfiction, where it's my distinct pleasure to interview the brightest minds in branded content creation who are out there telling the stories that make you actually feel something on behalf of brands. I'm your host, Jesse Raisler, the founder of Credo Nonfiction, where we partner with brands to find and tell stories that reveal brand purpose and deepen brand meaning in a way that traditional advertising just doesn't. This podcast is co-produced by Brand Storytelling, bringing you the latest news, trends, and insights in branded content with top-of-industry events and in-depth industry coverage online. Brand Storytelling encourages a higher level of collaboration amongst advertisers, agencies, media partners, and creators in pursuit of a richer media environment. For more of the latest in the world of branded content or to explore event offerings, visit brandstorytelling.tv today. We're here to kick off season four with a discussion about a first-to-market offering of a brand film certification program, which is being offered through East Tennessee State University in partnership with Brand Storytelling. The instructors are folks you've heard on this podcast in previous seasons, and we have one of them returning today, Mark Battaglia, who is co-founder of Story and Strategy, along with Dr. Stephen Marshall of ETSU and Rick Parkula of Brand Storytelling. In this episode, we get an inside look of what this program offers and how it serves professionals from all sides of the unique intersection of marketing, filmmaking, and journalism. Rick, Stephen, and Mark, I'm thrilled we get this time to discuss the new Brand Film Certification Program. It, it seems to me my reason for creating this podcast and your reasons for creating this course offering are very much aligned, and I, I think our Content That Moves listenership will be really excited to learn more about this. And I'm hoping we can start by hearing a little about the genesis of the program and, and what you were seeing and, and hearing within the industry, as well as in education, that inspired you to develop this together. Well, the, this is Rick. I'll, I'll, I'll start with that. Is, you know, first of all, you know, brand storytelling started back in 2016 to meet this need for marketers to understand opportunities of creating content that engages, entertains, and informs rather than interrupts. So our, our mission from the get-go was to help, help brands and their partners you know, elevate the business of brand-funded content. Stephen and his team, actually I was approached, gosh, it's been almost two years ago, by uh, one of the professors at ETSU, um, Stokes uh, is his nickname, great guy, a filmmaker himself. And we started talking about this gap in education that students are you know, involved in marketing or film or, or journalism, but no one learns brand storytelling and the nuance of it in, in school. So there's a real educational gap to, for us to, to bridge. And that's what we first started talking about 18 months ago. And, we have finally brought it to to bear. Awesome. And how did, and Stephen, do you want to talk a little bit about 
you know, East Tennessee state and how this fits into what you're doing there. Yeah, sure. Um, thanks for having me. And it's great to talk about this. So, um, so yeah, so Rick getting to know Rick and, and, and David Stokes Piercy, who's one of our faculty, I was the department chair of media communication at the time. And he said, I'm going to talk to this guy, Rick from brand storytelling. You want to join? And I started looking at everything and looking at snooping in there on Rick and all that, you know, trying to connect students to experiential learning, to industry expertise and mentoring um, and community have been stuff I've been trying to do in higher education for the last decade. And, and when I got to meet Rick and then I got to meet our amazing faculty and, and, and really a lot of the folks that are in this, the brand storytelling community, um, it's just rich with knowledge and and it's not only the the gap of of higher education but it's really a gap in in the professional space as well just in the sense of as people and and mark and, and rick can speak to this better than i can because they're they're in it every day but you know the the gap that that's happening nowadays where where brands are trying to figure out how do we how do we how do we communicate and connect with audiences in a in a you know a streaming world that's not the traditional ad model that that we've had so um so there was just a lot of really great opportunities to connect students and and my university and and my passion um but also to to make a real impact on an on an industry that that the timing of it is just perfect that's great. And I'm, you know, the gaps that you both mentioned, I think are really a real thing. And, and, you know, it seems like for nearly all brand storytelling and filmmaking initiatives, there's usually a collaboration happening with, you've got, you know, your filmmaking talent, talent, and then the brand and agency team and talent. And it complete, it makes complete sense that, you know, professionals working in film, there's a knowledge gap on what the brands need to achieve and improve out with these initiatives. And for folks on the brand side or the agency side, there's a gap on, you know, what's involved in the actual development, production, and distribution of, you know, story-driven content, and story being the operative word there, because I think we've all seen some long-form branded content that might end up feeling more like a, an advertisement with a longer running time. And so I think these skill sets are, are truly unique, you know, when it comes to creating a film that can play alongside studio or independently funded films on these major content platforms. Um, and I, I'm wondering if you can talk more about how this program really specifically works to fill those knowledge gaps on sort of both sides um, of the equation. You, you know, I think that this this is a, a, a good question for our instructor, Mark Battaglia, who's yeah. the one person here who's worked on the brand side and can really speak to that. That'd be great. Let me, uh, let me jump in on this one. I think um, uh, there's a couple things too, and just commenting on, on coming off of what Stephen was saying. There's I look at it as there's a there's a real world component here, which is huge, and this has kind of got me excited to get involved in this. And if you look at brand studios today, you know you have all those different skill sets around the room, but they've all, in essence, have kind of learned those skill sets or were educated formally in those skill sets in very separated silos. What brand storytelling is, it's taking all those and putting everybody into one room, especially when you think of how brands. Um, and production studios and the whole industry is working today. Um, so that's where the light bulb moment was for me, was mm -hmm. like, why? This, this just makes 100% sense. Why are we not taking all these skill sets, putting them together, and then talking about brand storytelling as a whole? 
um, from that standpoint. From the mention of kind of how you have your entertainment world and you have your marketing world and, and these two ships shall never pass kind of brand storytelling is that kind of that glue, you know, in the middle of those two, uh, those two worlds. And if you think about priorities, uh, you think about measurement, you think about success, you think about all those things that are viewed through different lenses, depending on what side of the table you're on, but they're just as important depending on what side of the table you're on. Yeah. So that is a big, big chunk of, of this is what we're talking about in the, in the courses is getting to understand the other side of the table, no matter what side you're sitting on and understanding why is the brand focused on these things? What are the drivers behind the brand wanting to do this? What are the drivers behind your entertainment partner, your filmmakers, um, uh, and what's the, what's their focus and what's important to them? How do you find those compromises in between? And then in essence, what we found through many, many case studies is typically the most successful films and brand storytelling and brand film are the ones in which those are recognized at the very upfront of the project. And then they are uh, put together um, and, and understood by all parties as to what is the specialties, what is the priorities of each group here that's at the table. So um, that was for me kind of the light bulb and, and sort of the interest and excitement uh, to formalize this in a, in, a, in a really cool way. Jesse, you probably know some of the, you know, the, the nightmare stories that happen between brands and their production partners when they get halfway into a project and realize that they're not speaking the same language or they didn't mm. have the same oh, yeah. understanding about what the outcome would be. The, um, a, 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 the brand side may not understand, you know, production cycles and talent and shooting on location and weather and you know, all the variables that come into play when you're chasing down a story. And, and on the other side, filmmakers don't understand, you know, they want, they want to tell their stories and, and, and create a great film. Brands still need to sell stuff. <laughs> and so there's yeah. got to be that great compromise and understanding between both parties that in many cases don't exist that uh and people get unpleasantly surprised somewhere down the line once a project has been greenlit oh absolutely and and i think it's being clear you know up front exactly what the goals are and the different potential avenues for distribution because how much of the brand gets inserted into the film will affect where you can get your distribution, which will affect the type of audience. And it's, so it's like, how are you measuring that success? I think, yeah, it's, I mean, it's anytime those discussions can have before a single frame of, of uh, film is rolled, you're going to be set up more for success, definitely. And I think that's from the curriculum standpoint, Jesse, how we kind of looked at it too, is let's go all the way back to basics. Yeah. Uh, let's start at basics and then let's go into, um, you know, more complex topics such as, you know, the business of the brand film and the measuring of it. Uh, but the basics really is what you just mentioned. There is a huge difference between branded content and a brand film. And I, and, and there's still though, when you say the term brand film today out in the industry, I think we would probably get 400 different definitions back to us. As to as to how everyone defines brand film or what a brand film means to a brand or a, you know a marketer or anyone for that matter, I mean, thirty second commercials are now being called and labeled brand films. So that was a big starting point too. Was we have to start to kind of put some guardrails and some definitions um, on these so we can be starting the right way, speaking the right lang language, and then those projects have the right distribution strategies, the right mindsets, the right teams attached to them. Um, so, so it was, it was, 
exciting to kind of even just go back to that and just say, you know what, let's start all the way from the very beginning and then go into uh, more complex issues all the way to the end of distribution. And that's huge. And, and um, you know, Rick and Steven, I'm so happy to, you know, when I saw who the instructors were and you mentioned like there's the real world experience part because we've all been part of programs where maybe the instructors have the knowledge, but they haven't been out in the real world actually doing the creating, doing the distribution. And I know you've got a great uh, team of instructors here. And I, I wondered if you could talk a little bit about, um, well, A, you know, what's going to be covered specifically in the curriculum? Because there's a lot of different components to the entire brand film process. Um, and then who's going to be joining to, to lead that and, and what students can expect in the actual experience of taking the course. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know, Stephen was you know, being an academic himself, but also a person from industry that does a lot of work with brands understood from the get go that these courses needed to be taught by industry people with real life experience to make it real for them. So, you know, I, I went about, recruiting and first person i spoke with was was mark and uh yeah, and nice last summer i got a call and uh within about 10 seconds into the conversation with rick was explained said yes yes and yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and we, we took it from there so you know we have there's there's four modules in the course and um steven why don't you describe that because you know it's, it's working with you we've crafted these these four modules that take the student through this, uh, you know, th through the, the four sort of pillars of learning that they need to be successful and at least g gaining a foundation. Yeah, absolutely. And, and getting back to, you know, uh, something that Mark said, um, you know, the going back to the beginning of it and, and talking about uh, so much of what the curriculum does is it it sets a foundation for how you approach these projects. I mean, so much of the ROI connected to a brand film has to start before the brand film even, you know, production even begins. You have to really think about how you're going to market that and and how and what are those different distribution channels and and how is the brand going to measure their success on top of, of how do you tell a great story and and how does the brand interact with the filmmaker or the or the content studio um, but to get to what were the four modules we've, we the first one uh, mark leads off and it's brand storytelling 101 and it's really focused on 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 trying to set the table on a shared understanding of of where we've where we've uh come from and where we are today. Um, the, I think the where we are today was the reason that I told Rick immediately that this needs to be taught by folks who are in this every single day. Uh, because you just, if you're not doing it and you're not paying attention to streaming platforms and, and everything that's happening with, with, um, with digital media and how we're consuming content and you're not having to to be in that space to for your clients on a daily basis. I, I just don't think you're, we're going to deliver value to our customer persona really out the gate here, which are those folks who are in, who are professionals currently um, that are trying to skill up or, or at least um, straddle that gap between the marketing and brand and film. Um, so, so Mark kicks it off um, with the brand storytelling 101, really understanding what the from the brand perspective of of how we're thinking about development, execution, you know, the driving factors behind the industry growth in this place, and and answering a big question, which is why should we make a brand film? Like, what what is that? 
what, you know, what are we even doing here for this? If it's not a commercial and we're not going to have a, uh, an ROI that we can measure in, in the sense of um, something that is, is measurable right out, right when somebody sees it, a, a call to action immediately, you know, what are we doing? And so Mark sets the table really well for that. Um, then we get into Brian Newman's content and he's, he, he does an, a, a, just a fantastic job with the, the brand film journey. So, so looking at how do we think about the storytelling concepts and story development, story finding, um, really looking at um, how do we create a pitch and how do we think about an RFP and really walking students through that RFP process. Uh, at the end of Brian's module is where, where we serve up our, our, um, our RFP um, sponsor. And this, our, we're kicking things off with Intel, which is a, mm. an amazing um, sponsor to have for our very first cohort. And so, um, so basically, we, we've got the brand film journey and how do you think about an RFP when you're trying to put this stuff together? Um, we'll have that live session with Intel, which is really exciting at the end of our second week, our second module. The third week of the class really gets into, into Marcus Peterzell and he's focused on the business behind the brands. He's looking at a lot of things around the ecosystem of the film, of film production and development, distribution and marketing, um, looking at also Understanding copyright, understanding basic mm -hmm. protections that brands and films need to think about. Who owns the film? Who owns the the content? You know those kinds of things. Um, the some of the the I don't want to say conflict, but you know you have artists making marketing. So so you've got some some creative liberties that you have to be able to iron through um, in that particular kind of a space. And then the fourth the fourth part of this mod or the fourth week, our fourth module is led by Don Reese and. And, and hers is really looking at ROI. How do you think about screen distribution? How do you think about marketing and measurement? Um, and, and she makes the argument that you don't think about it after you make the film, you think about it before you even start, yep. you know, yep. and, and really understanding where things are in, in that space prior to starting. So, so it's very applicable. It's very much, again, our persona in the sense of our audience here is, is really looking for those um, early to mid-level, even executives um, that are trying to go, geez, I'm trying to wrap my head around what this is and what this is about. Um, and, and that's really who we're focused on. Um, and I think that we've, we've got the, the recipe here to deliver a whole bunch of value. That sounds really well thought out in terms of all all pieces of the equation. I think, you know, in 20 some episodes of doing this podcast and especially talking to people on the brand side, like how you define that ROI and how you're actually going to measure is a huge thing, not only in, you know, proving out what you've done, but then going back and saying, hey, let's make more. We can actually point to what this did for us. And I think that's what a lot of people are looking for, too, is like, how how can I in the brand side? How can I take this case and make sure that we're we're doing more of these films and funding them and having that measurement in place is huge. So that's great to hear. You know, that's it's, it's an in interesting uh, sort of sidebar to all of this too, Jesse. Is brands looking at becoming, you know, acting like studios? Um, you know, mm -hmm. look at what Traverse Thirty Two is doing with their clients, like with the Dear Santa film and Five B, mm -hmm. and what uh, McGillary Freeman has done with IMAX films of bringing the brand USA, United Airlines, Expedia, into their films, and the and the brands being equity partners in those films, sure, and earning a return on investment through distribution. Um, so that's a right. dynamic that, you know, that's a whole new world for brands to understand the entertainment industry and what distribution deals look like, and how they can recoup right. some of their production money through ownership of that IP. 
that's that's a that's a whole element of uh, you know education that we need to provide for brands right now too through this course. And that's a lot of that will happen in uh, Marcus Petersell's uh, week of the business behind the brand film. Ah, oh, awesome! Yeah, that it, it is so new how those deals are taking shape and, and and there's a lot of different ways that it's happening. You know, so it'll be super interesting to hear what those best practices are from from the case studies you feature. That's great. Yeah, when you think of, you know the that brand films you know are everything from a two minute social video intended distribution to a, a, a ninety minute theatrical release. Right. You know, if you look at the fourteen films that we selected for the brand storytelling twenty twenty two theater, um, they really run the gambit from from just that, and they're and they're all great productions. But from the get go, they had different distribution models different return on investment. Each one is a case study in its own. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was so excited to see the brand storytelling theater and, you know, the first year that you had done this, which is, and Rick, it's essentially like a, a film festival is part of brand storytelling 2022, which of course is virtual again. But um, I was going to ask Mark too, you know, I know you oversaw uh, a lot of the jury selection for for the brand storytelling theater this year and i'm curious if you know if you had any just key takeaways on sort of the state of the industry based on the films all those films that you that you previewed you know what what got you excited about the state of brand film and then maybe on the flip side you know did you see things that make you go like oh it's a good thing we're doing this course like this is going to help help a lot of people too It's a great question. I was hoping you were going to ask that question, Jesse. Uh, it's a great question. I think it gave us a front row seat. It was a perfect sort of state of uh, state of affairs of brand film to be able to put the um, the call of, of action out there to get these films on a on an international level and to have these submissions and to be able to sit down with an amazing jury uh, made up of everyone from distributors and agency heads, brand heads, filmmakers. Uh, I loved more. Honestly, the, just the, the conversations and the robust conversations that we were having, you know, as as we were going through this process, and mm. that in itself was a school right there, just because it was a safe zone. Everyone was able to say what they meant, say what they wanted to, and it was a good. It was less about you know the conversations got into more of an industry, high level industry, um, sort of uh, back and forth. And one of the I would say points that came out was. The films selected are amazing. These truly are kind of the, the examples, shining examples of, of what, you know, the, the, the definition of brand film is. But a lot of the submissions, too, that we talked about that didn't didn't make the uh, the cuts. Some of them, um, you know, it started to wane into that that ongoing question, which is what is a brand film? Is this a brand film? Is this not a brand film? Um, a lot of it, you know, you could just see again where that that confusion and that gray space is out there of what really is a brand film. And I think um, there's that simple sort of just nail it down to a brand. It is a story, it is a film. It is just, it's funded by a brand. It's competing for the same exact eyeballs as any other movie, TV show, or short film out there. It just happens to be funded by a, by a, by a brand. Right. And we just had some really good back and forth with the, with the jury, which I thought was awesome. And really, again, just laddered up to exactly why we're doing this school in the first place. Um, the films themselves that were selected, what I loved about uh, the themes that were that seemed to be getting hit on um, it, were, were strong themes. These were not shying away from what's going on in the world, which I really uh, hats off to to just how far brand filmmaking has come 
in that sense of mental health, racism, social justice, equality, things that are not easy sure. to take on um, that I think years ago in the brand film world would have been like, no, no, that's, we're not, we're not even going to go there. And so it was really exciting to see brands understanding that the part they play, the voice they have now, you know, with these themes that we're all uh, dealing with and, and, and addressing them in such a cinematic, thoughtful way. Um, I love the fact that inter- there was a co- huge international component to the submissions. That was fantastic to see uh, what's going on uh, across the globe. Right. Um, and then uh, finally, I think there was a big uh, conversation too about some of the stuff that rose to the top consistently seemed to be from some of our action sports brands, um, brands that uh, are in that action sports space, you know, whether it is your, your Red Bull or Burton boards, but I think uh, we had a really good kind of conversation about why is that? You know, why is it that this particular vertical seems to always be rising to the top, you know, whether it's your Yetis or whoever it might be, but there seems to be a real kind of like uh, circumference around action sports and that type of um, genre. So um, we really kind of boiled that down too. There seems to be just a stronger relationship with talent, with those particular filmmakers in that genre, maybe than, than the other genres out there, which really results again in just great work because of the intimacy and the trust um, that you have in those stories. Right. Oh, that's cool. When you, when you think about the, you know, these films that were produced in 2021, you, you know, a year of the pandemic that, you know, there's a lot of creativity brought to bear just to be able to produce these films, you know, and how they actually ever got made in 2021. And then, the, you know, the topics that they that they tackled and boy, they tackled them head on. If, you know, if you look at um, some of the films that we have in the selections, they they really address, you know, the, the social injustice issues of the time and um, and then, you know, and, and mental illness. There's this wonderful film by the North Face called Learning to Drown that is, is a woman dealing with a, a loss of life from a loved one and her, you know, her suicidal tendencies and overcoming that. I mean, it's just just wonderful work that demonstrates the, the you know, what a, what a brand is capable of, of telling great stories. It doesn't matter that it was funded by a brand. They're, they're telling important stories. And these, was it 13 or 14 official selections? How many? Did you have there? There's 14. 14. And these 14 films, I know you have as part of the the brand storytelling, which is now virtual. Um, is there a way for, for folks to see those? Are many of those available publicly online as well for our listeners? Um, many of them are, are in distribution now. Uh, our brand storytelling attendees all have access to a you know private viewing gallery for all of them. But you can find most of these films um, online or on streaming platforms. Dear Santa's uh, streaming. Uh, Woman's Place is on Hulu. I don't know. Dear Santa, I think, is on Hulu as well. Um, so many of them are on streaming platforms. You can find them on YouTube. Great. Well, we'll we'll point. We'll put a link to the uh, the official selections list so people can see what those are, and hopefully, you know, sure. someone will be able to stream them through uh, through the brand storytelling platform as well. Yes. Um, well, I, and I love, you know, one thing I wanted to touch on, too, is how you're making this program really accessible, really, to anyone. Um, and you actually have some scholarships in place. Can you tell us a little bit about that also? Look, there's a diversity issue in this industry, as there are in most industries, especially in, 
in media and marketing. And we feel a real responsibility to do our part of bringing diverse filmmakers and marketers to this program and helping diversify this industry of brand storytelling. Jesse, you've been to our events at Sundance. You look at the mix in the room and you know that there's an imbalance there that needs to be addressed. And that's what we're doing here. We're inviting um, diverse filmmakers and marketers and people that want to get into this business, inviting them to apply for scholarship. And those that get accepted into scholarship spend a fifth week in the program in an immersive experience where they work in teams, are coached with our instructors, and then are able to present live to the brand uh, the response to that RFP. So our, our intent is really to help mentor these folks and, and introduce them to the network and tee them up with opportunity. Yeah, I'll just, I'll add on to what Rick just said. I, I think, um, you know, it, that was something that when Rick, Rick and I were talking about it and um, just became really just a powerful motivating force behind it as well. We're, we're seeding a community, a big part of what we're doing with our certificate program is we're building a, an alumni community um, that, I mean, first of all, you're, you're in a community of, of a lot of very talented filmmakers when you're in this program already, you know, folks that are already out there doing it. We have some Emmy award winning folks who are um, in our certificate program, taking this program. So you're, you're meeting some, some, really, really great talent, but also, um, we're building out that community. We're, we're extending that community to these folks that may not have access to it or may just may, they may have access to it, but they may didn't know how to get in the door, you know? So, so we're, we're opening that door wide open. you these students have opportunities with, they have office hours with each one of these faculty members where they can ask questions. They have that FaceTime opportunity with them. And then on, at the end of the, the program, they have the community as their learning community as they're moving through it. And then at the end of this community, at the end of the certificate program, they're, they're launched into a, a, a closed, a closed group alumni community, um, on LinkedIn where where these folks can continue to to nurture those relationships meet people and and we're going to continue to feed content into that community so that that community just doesn't i mean we're all probably part of closed groups and different things and different platforms that that basically have no nothing going on that's not what's going to happen with this i mean um if you know anything about brand storytelling you you know that there's um content being produced probably almost uh, every day um and so there's tremendous opportunity for us to to continue to fuel the conversation and 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 have people connected in in a space that maybe they just didn't know they had the opportunity to be in to to begin with that's great and i think you know as with the the brand storytelling events it's like the knowledge sharing is a, a great part of it but wow those those relationships that that form within that space are are some of the most powerful outcomes i think so i'm sure that'll be a huge huge component of of being part of this too Hey, and there's a lot of there's a lot of new jobs that are opening up uh, at brand level, at production companies, at media content studios. There's an industry that's really fairly nascent that's growing dramatically, and new opportunities. So we're hoping to tee our students up for these opportunities and be able to provide that to a diverse group of students. Fantastic. Well, that's great. I mean, is there anything else that you think would be helpful for, you know, prospective students to, to know about this that we haven't already touched on? You know, again, I just I, I'll echo that 
it's it's great to to um, to be in the space where we can connect the academy to industry in the way that we're doing it, which is is very unique. When you think about the way that um, higher education has always gone to market, it's it hasn't changed much in in century and or more really, and um, sadly, and um, I, I firmly believe that we 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 on the academy side have an obligation to bridge that gap for our students. We have to deliver that value proposition for our students. And when you look at the marketplace today, you see a, a, a real driving force in, in industry to create certifications, you know, the likes of Google, Salesforce, and those kinds of things to try to skill people up in a particular kind of thing. Uh, and then at the same time, higher education, they're making, I say they, we, I'm, I'm part of that, but, you know, making these certificates too. But a lot of times they're not infused with real industry outcomes, experiential outcomes, connections to community, all those kinds of things. This, our, our approach is, it's not only just unique for the media marketing space, but it's really unique for any vertical you could think of, because this is an industry certification that's powered by a university. So you know, it's an industry certification first. And that means that the industry is driving the learning outcomes, which was why, you know, very talented people like Mark and, and Don and Marcus and Brian are, are all so amazing for us to have as faculty. Um, but we're using all the best in class uh, approaches to creating really in great, great learning experiences. And and I'm hoping that that folks can look at what we're doing and go, geez, you know, maybe my my what I'm doing over here in in you know this other area that's maybe not media and marketing um, and brand and film, you know, maybe I could take a lot of what what these folks are doing and and try to translate that same approach, you know, because we we're really kind of a mashup hybrid of of what's happening right now. Yeah, and, and I was just going to say to Jesse that building on that, it's kind of, it's a first to market. I mean, from yeah. what from from what I can see, that was the exciting part for me too. Was it uh, again when we were talking about this last summer and looking around and researching? Okay, well, I literally hung the phone up with Rick and I said, "Well, this must exist. This <laughs> must already be be somewhere. This must be out there." And right. I was looking and looking and looking. And I'm just like, okay, that that truly is nothing formal like this. That's been all put in one place and curated and um, and backed by the industry. And so first to market to me is a huge, huge component of this is that we can kind of hang our hat and say, Hey, this is the first time this has been done. Um, and, uh, and I think we're just scratching the surface on, on what else we can be doing with this. Uh, absolutely. You know, Jesse, because you're, you're such a part of this business, you know what an exciting place this is right now. Um, you know, when you think about the billions of dollars that are spent by brands, to interrupt the media choices that people have discovered with with interruptive messaging, and just you know a, per, a a small percentage of that investment moving towards creating content that engages and entertains and informs, it it it, it feels to me like we're you know at the dawn of a new era in media and marketing that is going to be enriched with you know content. I mean, you look at these fourteen films that we have right now. They're, they're fantastic. And it's just going to be more great content that gets out into the world rather than, uh, than commercials. So I think it's a very exciting place to be. 
Yeah, I think the the takeaway there was, you know, we we laughed that, you know, we couldn't we really couldn't have done a brand film festival to this degree probably, you know, five years ago, yeah. six, right. six years right. ago, and gotten this type of of true true filmmaking, you know, and so I think that just speaks unto itself of brands or launching studios. Brands are getting serious about this. The industry is growing you know, uh, hand over fist every day. So uh, this just makes sense, you know, to have this education component. That's the quick follow. Yeah, well, I agree. I mean, it does feel like the dawn of a new era. And, and there's been some great films being made the last five or 10 years. But the other thing I think this program does to get back to what um, I think you were saying, Mark, is like it formalizes something that, you know, Rick, you've been doing this with brand storytelling for years. Like people come to your events and they get this education, but there was no certificate they could take back to the you know, corporate office. And I think this is going to formalize and, and in a way um, legitimize some of, of this to go like, oh, wow, like not only is this a, a practice that's growing rapidly, but it's so important and growing so quickly that we need a certification and you can walk away with that and, and bring that home and be like, here, here we go. Like this is something that people are getting specialized in for a reason. Um, so I'm hoping it can also become a tool for people to take take to their their team and go let's invest in this like people think this is something that we should really be investing in and paying attention to and and learning from those that were the pioneers these last five years and have done projects that have really proven that you know the roi is going to be there too so so thank you guys for giving giving us the opportunity to have that formalized it's great thanks jesse thanks, thanks jesse appreciate it as this episode is publishing, the first cohort of students is graduating from the program. So big congrats to all of them and everyone that made the program possible. To learn more about the program and enroll in future cohorts, visit brandstorytelling.tv backslash certification. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast and I'd love to hear from you. If you have ideas for guests or topics for future episodes, Drop me a note at jesse at credononfiction.com.